Welcome to the Athena Wellness Podcast, the show that invites you to take a seat around the community fire and listen to stories that inspire. I'm your host, Kathy Robinson, author, coach, and founder of Athena Wellness, a company that's dedicated to supporting you on your journey to live more wholeheartedly. Hello and welcome to episode 123. Thanks so much for joining me. We've all seen the headlines and read the stories. A massive transformation of the workforce is underway due to people making decisions regarding their mental and physical health, childcare, negotiating higher wages, retiring, looking for purpose, starting a business, or, to a lesser degree, leaving the workforce altogether. The Great Resignation is a term most use when describing this workforce transformation, and it's a term I'll be using throughout this podcast. But given the many reasons why people are handing in their resignations, it's also been dubbed the Great Reprioritization, the Great Reshuffle, the Great Questioning, I love that one, the Great Rethink, the Great Contemplation, the Great Recognition, the Great Reevaluation, the Great Realization, the Great Reinvention, and the Great Awakening. I left corporate America in November 2019, and although I preceded any of those terms that I just mentioned, some of the reasons many give today for leaving their roles at the height of their careers resonate for me, and maybe they do for you as well. And that's what we'll be exploring today. We'll cover what the Great Resignation is, the connection between workforce reevaluation and wellness, and what to consider if you're thinking of taking the leap. So sit back, take a nice long breath to ground yourself in presence, and let's get started. So what is the Great Resignation? It's an economic trend that started in 2021 when a mass exodus from the workforce began with millions voluntarily leaving their jobs. There are many theories as to why people are quitting at a time when companies are desperate to hire. Some point to pandemic safety concerns, burnout, and economic factors like wage levels. But over the last two years, many have reflected on their lives, including the importance of work-life balance and purpose. And for those who have been fortunate enough to experience the freedom that comes from working from home or work schedule flexibility, they aren't that excited to be going back to the traditional nine to five. And this trend doesn't seem to be easing anytime soon. In a recent Wall Street Journal article, Deloitte summarized the findings from a recent survey. The majority of the CEOs they spoke with said the number one issue that could impact their business strategy was addressing labor and skill shortages. The term, the Great Resignation, was coined by a Texas A&M professor named Anthony Klotz, who identified a combination of trends in the spring of 2021 that he believed, accurately, would lead to an unprecedented wave of resignations. It turned out to be the perfect storm. 
The pandemic gave workers social cover as they reevaluated their personal and professional life choices and began making changes in accordance. Given the broad reasons on why people are leaving their jobs, there's no magic bullet and no quick fix, which is why many think resignation rates will remain high for the foreseeable future. Whatever the reason, there has been a collective shift in how we think about our work and our lives. The connection between workforce reevaluation and wellness. As a result of reflection fueled by the pandemic, many are redefining what success means to them by identifying what matters most in their lives today. And included in that mental calculus is the cost of obtaining their monthly paycheck. And these include factors such as the impact to their mental and physical well-being, time away from family, doing work that is not aligned with their values, and the deep desire to be engaged in more purpose-driven work. This shift, to some degree, also exposed corporate practices and cultures that were not supportive of long-term employee wellness. Workers and executives alike have put employers on notice. They're looking for more meaningful work where they can be of impact while maintaining their well-being. And given the labor shortage, employees currently have the upper hand. It's no surprise that the firms that are focusing on these things have an easier time recruiting and retaining talent. These leading-edge firms recognize that there's a positive upward spiral when an employee can link their personal purpose to the company's vision and values. This leads to increased loyalty and trust in the company, and as a result, employee performance increases, which leads to more empowerment and enjoyment for the employee and a more engaged workforce for the company. But for so many, their daily experience is very different, and many are still operating in crisis mode from the pandemic upheaval. Over the last two years, we've had to face the fact that life is fragile and our time here is limited. It forced us, from frontline workers to executives, to confront the question so eloquently posed by poet Mary Oliver, who wrote, Tell me, what do you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? Working with this type of question is what led many professionals to consider or to actually leave corporate life to pursue other ventures and projects while learning new ways of earning a living. I worked with Mary Oliver's question for a long time before I left my corporate role. It's not a question that can be answered quickly with logic. It's a heart question, and it's meant to be held. And the answer didn't begin to take root until we were grounded by lockdowns. For the first time in my life, I was not headed to an airport or a lunch or a function. And even though I was putting in more work hours than before, I was in one place. I stopped. It's this pause that has been a gift to so many. To be able to take a break from our lives. 
to listen to our own inner voice, to compare how we're feeling with what we're doing, and to make changes accordingly. That sounds like wellness to me. That's not to say there are no real-world concerns of supporting yourself and your family while planning for the future, but more and more are looking to address their monetary needs with a new Venn diagram, where you can do what you love, be of service to the world, and get paid for your efforts. Things to consider if you're thinking of taking the leap. I mulled over my decision to leave corporate life for years. As my 55th birthday approached, the call to try something new grew louder and louder. By that time, I had started the Athena Wellness blog, drafted my first book, and had gotten certified for wellness coaching. It seemed the quieter and more reflective I got, the more I was certain it was time to go. I share this story because a decision like this takes time, and it's made with both the head and the heart. Too much logic can result in inertia, and too much emotion can result in impulsiveness. I've found that letting the heart take the lead, but using the head for discipline and discernment was a helpful approach. And I'd like to offer 12 things to consider if you're thinking of leaving your corporate gig. 1. Go slow. Assuming this is a managed change and not the result of restructuring, the earlier you're able to start thinking about the next step, the better. 2. Start with life design. Begin with a blank sheet of paper. As you envision the next phase of your life, what would get you excited to get out of bed every morning? 3. Take inventory. Review your personal and professional interests and skills looking for opportunities for further learning that supports your intended life design. 4. Do the inner work. It's important to address the root cause of your current career discontent. Otherwise, you run the risk of attracting similar work conditions in your new venture. 5. Try before you buy. Before you commit to a new path, Consider ways you can experience a trial run through a new hobby or project, a side hustle, or by volunteering. 6. Make a plan. If the trial run is a success, now it's time to get tactical. Create a detailed action plan outlining the steps of what you need to do and by when. 7. Take small steps forward. It can feel overwhelming to commit to your new plan when you still have all of your old responsibilities. The best way through? Small, consistent steps. 8. Be your own patron. Don't put yourself in financial peril. Create a good plan and a plan B. Save as much as you can and get some trusted advice. 9. Be your own cheering squad. There will be highs and lows along the way. Finding ways to keep yourself optimistic, focused, and inspired will go a long way. 10. Redefine success. Taking a fresh look at what success means in achieving your new plan will keep you motivated as you move from a corporate structure to self-directed living.
11. Find community. Meeting with an accountability partner or group who understand your new goals and can support and guide you can be a boost both professionally and personally. 12. When it's time, take the leap. There's no right time, just the right time for you. And if you've done the work beforehand, you'll know exactly when it's time. As we wrap up this episode, I wonder how you're feeling. What comes up for you as you listen to me talk about the great resignation or the great awakening? Is something stirring? When I first began thinking about early retirement, it was an unfamiliar mix of feelings that were multi-layered. On the surface, I had all the egoic fears that you would expect of change, of failure, of making a mistake, to name just a few. But over time, I noticed that the quieter I got and the deeper I went, I knew beyond the shadow of a doubt that it was the right thing for me at that time. I felt it in my body like a calming presence in my heart center. And while I remain grateful for everything in my corporate journey, I have never looked back. That's the peace of mind, actually the peace of heart, that I wish for you if you're contemplating making a big change. I hope you're able to clearly see through the fear that's trying to keep you safe from your heart's desire. And when the time is right, I hope you feel confident in the inner work and the preparation that you've done. Whether you stay in your current role, move to another company, or try something completely different, you have a unique opportunity now to redefine your day-to-day and to live with more meaning. And don't forget, the secret to a well-lived life is enjoying the ride, so enjoy the process. I'd like to leave you today with a Tony Robbins quote. He said, success is doing what you want, when you want, where you want, with whom you want, as much as you want. Thank you so much for joining me today. I know there are many ways you can spend your time. Thank you for choosing to spend it with me. Until our paths cross again, be kind to yourself and show your warrior spirit some love. If you know anyone who could benefit from today's episode, please pass it on. And many thanks for supporting the show by subscribing and leaving a review. It means a lot, and it helps others find their way to our circle. If you'd like to access the show notes, have a question you'd like addressed on a future episode, or would like a transcript of this episode, visit www.athenawellness.com slash podcast. Until next time... Be well.